Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Jono. And my name's Beck. And Zap the Podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure. We find weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it, and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And before we kick things off today, uh, I wanted to um, just say, before we really get into the thick of it, that I really like the movie Babe 2 Pig in the City. Um, okay. <laughs> it's a great movie, uh, for, fun for the whole family. Uh, and the reason I'm saying that today, of all days, um, even though I would say that on any given day, um, okay. is that it's National Pig Day and oh. World Compliment Day. So I thought, what better wow. way to celebrate both days than to pay a compliment to my favourite uh, babe uh, pig movie. Wow, so, I've never seen that, so maybe I should go give it a watch. Yeah, it's... A truly I've got a lot a of questions. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah. I think that's fair, really. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if watching them will answer them, or whether I'll still be left wondering yeah. why there's a pig in the city. Um, yeah. Well, it's the second movie, so they had to do something extreme. Uh, yeah. It's just like Home Alone, right? They just copied yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. They just went <laughs> mental, and in the second one. Yeah. Oh. Now, um, Beck. Last yes. year, I brought to this very podcast a story of fishy finance, where a man mm. used the swimming patterns of his <laughs> yes. goldfish to automatically buy and sell stocks, which ultimately led him to a profit. Incredible. Now, the idea that a fish could be a finance advisor is an odd kind of concept, but today I have a story of not so much fishy finance, but fishy fraud. And mm. it happens in a really strange turn of events, but... To get to the fish fraud, I've got to take us back and provide a little bit of context. Okay. So, we're going to Japan, and in Japan, Ooh. there is a YouTuber who runs a channel called uh, Muti... Oh, no, I'm going to say this so badly. Mu- <laughs> Muti Kimaru Channel. Okay. I believe that's what it's called. And for several years, this YouTuber has been on a noble quest alongside his pet fish to try <laughs> and make the world's first fish gamers. And much like our friend with the financial fish, the way this works is that the fish is set up, it's it's got a large fish tank, and in front of that tank is a camera, um, which uses motion tracking software to keep track of what part of the tank the fish is swimming in at any time. (laughs) Now, this is, this sounds insane. It's like very overly complicated. Yeah, Um, I'm a bit lost, to be honest. (laughs) I've got the fish and being tracked, but... Just you wait. It gets more complicated. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, so no. this this fish tank is like segmented, um, not physically, but like there's lines drawn on the fish tank. Okay. Um, so that uh, each area of the fish tank is like a grid. Um, yeah. Each one of those little squares in that grid corresponds to different buttons on a game controller. So in effect, <laughs> say the fish swims to the far left of the tank, that might be like the A button. If it swims a little bit up, it might be the down button. If it swims to the other side of the tank, that might be the B button. So Mm. depending on where the fish is. Finally, someone I might be able to beat in Mario Kart. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, exactly. If, if, like, it's pretty much then coded so that wherever the fish is in that tank, whether it's on the A or the B or the up or down, left or right, um, that then tracks if the fish stops in one of those squares or turns around in one of those squares and it uh, simulates the button being pressed. Gotcha. Now, using this setup, 
uh, Mutikamari Channel was able to get their fish to complete the game Pokemon Sapphire in just <laughs> over 3,000 hours <laughs> back in 2020. Is that um, good? Which, or is... Uh, no, it oh. takes about 30 hours to complete the game oh, okay. if, if you're doing it intentionally and not just meandering randomly. Yeah, um, okay. and... <laughs> and not a fish. But, exactly. He's, he's recently set them loose again on some of the newer Pokemon games, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and so this is where our incident takes place. The game had been going for uh, over a thousand hours by this stage, and the fish were swimming about as usual when suddenly the game crashes, uh, right? Ooh. And it sends the console back to the Nintendo Switch homepage. All the while, the owner of the channel is not present, right? Okay. Now, these fish, their inputs are still being tracked, but they're on the homepage now. They're not locked, they're not confined to a game. Yeah. And so. They, they they continue to swim around with their inputs being tracked. And uh, first of all, they managed to get into the settings of the console okay. and change the name of the Switch account um, <laughs> to something completely different, to gibberish, essentially. Nice, nice. Um, and they they then published some game data on one of the games that the, the person had, um, just like their save file or something, I, okay. I think. Um, and then they found their way onto the Nintendo store, which, <laughs> and initially they were quite responsible. They opened up the terms and conditions of the store oh, and had a little, yeah, had a little scroll research, through that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> Try and before then, you buy. Yeah, they, they had a look at the terms and conditions <laughs> and then closed the store after that. Nice, um, nice. Maybe they were like, not interested, but yeah. maybe they were interested because they immediately Ooh. reopened it <laughs> and then very quickly made their way to the payment information screen <gasps> And mind you, all this is being live streamed so that people can watch the fishes do their thing. And um, so, so are people just going wild in the comments. They're like, oh yeah, my gosh, people bye, are going, I, I can't. Um, it's all in Japanese, so I can't okay. tell exactly what people are saying. But there's some translations put into a few of the videos I've seen about this. Um, and yeah, they, they have a look through, they open up the payments uh, screen, which then shows the owner's uh, credit card information <gasps> to everyone watching no. the live stream. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And these fish also wind up purchasing items in the Nintendo shop. <laughs> now, this oh is amazing. This is straight up <laughs> identity theft performed by a fish. Like... <laughs> If they knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, if this was not live streamed, it would be so hard to convince someone that you need a refund because your fish yes. spent your money without your permission, right? That's so like, true. Oh, it's but, like the dog eating my home or like the yeah. dog eating your homework. You just need yeah, to live stream everything. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> my my fish <laughs> spent all of my money. Um, please do not repossess my house. <laughs> But, uh, you know, thankfully it was live streamed um, and I had a look and the owner did actually send a request to have the items refunded. That's so good. Um, and I, I couldn't find any information about whether or not Nintendo said yes or no to that request, but mm. I'd like to believe, I, I'd like, I hope, I hope that Nintendo sent them a refund form for the fish to fill out. I That's agree. what I hope. Well, I think, <laughs> yeah, they might have had to take it to court on like international waters to trial the fish <laughs> or something. Like, they're like, this can't they're be um, solved in a normal Yeah, <laughs> No, this cannot be solved on land. We must take it to the fish. <laughs> 
So we just heard a story, a very interesting story about money (laughs) and a little bit of fraud. And it kind of got me thinking about the, you know, the financial situation that's going on in the world at the moment. Um, Mm. Not quite being run by fish, but there's a lot of talk about the rising cost of living. And it's, you know, something that's affecting a lot of nations worldwide. And (laughs) it's also affecting people who sell things on Depop. And I'm not sure, Jono, if you've heard of Depop. Depop, but it's essentially kind of like eBay, but for strictly clothes, like for fashion. It's an app and you oh, can okay. take photos of so your like, clothes. Is it like secondhand stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It's all secondhand. It's like, uh, yeah, I've sold okay. things so it's like, like what, shoes. what eBay was. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But they've kind of rebranded it to be like cool and for like, yeah, very fashion forward uh, people. You can he- like... Do a lot of shopping on there. Yeah, that must <laughs> yeah, be why I we'll don't say. know about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do now. <laughs> so, I feel so hip. basically, <laughs> one part of um, Depop is that you can message the people selling them, and sometimes people are open to you negotiating the price. Um, so you can just buy things straight away. Oh. Otherwise, you could message someone and be like, "Hey, look, would you actually do this pair of pants for thirty instead of forty, or something like that?" So. Yeah. This has happened to someone in the UK and someone has asked for a price to go down a little bit. And the response from the seller was, I can't go that low. Sorry, babe, XX, especially with the cosy lives and all that jazz. <laughs> and the <laughs> response, <laughs> the um, buyer said back, cosy lives, question mark. <laughs> the seller replied, slang for cost of living crisis, XX. <laughs> cosy because he lives and I heard someone told me that the other day and I was like sorry what did you say I had to get them to repeat themselves and they're like you know oh, because he lives on. and I was like oh wow and you know in Australia we've got our <laughs> we've got our own bits of slang we've got like um <laughs> Jono's lost it on because he lives <laughs> Like, like in what world do you make a cute little nickname for the cost of living crisis <laughs> I don't understand it. Imagine on the news and they were trying to be like super serious about something and they're like, the rising cosy lives. (laughs) I snorted. Goodness me. I haven't had a snort for a while on a podcast. Cosy lives does that to you. It's it's stressful. Oh, well, um, the way I was going to segue that is, um, I was going to say how in Australia we also have our own um, our own slang, not quite like Cosy Lives, but we've got chockers mm. for like chocker block, yeah. which means like full. We've got Maccas for McDonald's or we've got Arvo for afternoon. But as, as <laughs> John, I don't think you're ready to hear some of the other ones that the Brits have because, because it really is... <laughs> It is ridiculous. I thought ours was like iconic, but some of these are crazy. So instead of the general election, apparently some people call it the Jenny Lex. (laughs) 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 This one's one's a bit understandable. Like instead of bottomless brunch, they've got body bee. Um, I don't know if I'd I'd consider that to be an eating occasion. <laughs> what well, I don't understand. That, that makes no sense. Stay to me. away from that. <laughs> yeah. So you want to come out for a body bee? I I don't know about that. 
I, don't, I really don't know about that. Sounds like something from the 1950s. Like, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. For um, cocktail, apparently cocky tea is one. No! So you can go it get has a cocky more syllables. tea It has more syllables. That's not, a, that's not a cute little nickname. It's not a shortening. That's not on. It's got more syllables. That's That makes no sense. Oh. <laughs> but um, this one's this one's a bit different. It's apparently like um, instead of saying holidays, there are some people, and I saw an Urban Dictionary that the people who use this saying are the people who have live, laugh, love mugs and um, <laughs> okay. and type signs are on their kitchen walls that start with "In yeah. this house we," and it's like insert yeah, a statement. Okay. And apparently, they call or refer to holidays as holly bobs. Um, Holly Bobs. Not sure why. Oh, Holly no. Bobs. It just um, sounds yeah. like very fairy tale. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel I about that. I think that's why people, yeah, aren't into that one. But this one <laughs> has to be my favorite one up on par with Cozy Lives. <laughs> um, it, it came around the time um, for the late Queen Elizabeth II's um, Platinum Jubilee. And mm. um, <laughs> so. Apparently, <laughs> oh, there no. were pleas. There were pleas for this to be stopped. Like there were pleas for people to stop using this. But it was, <laughs> you know, affectionately referred to as the platy jubes. Platy jubes is what I can get around. I feel like that's what I can get around. Cozzy lives, never in a million years. And you would call me dead just calling it a holly bob. Maybe we could use it all in one sentence, you know, like, due to the cozzy lives, I couldn't go on a holly bob for the platy jubes. So on the topic of money and fraud, I've been feeling a little bit ripped off lately because of uh, tolls. I know there's Mm. something we all, you know, experience, but there's something that just has to be done sometimes. And the reason I've been kind of, you know, feeling a bit griped by it is my own choosing. I've chosen to live somewhere um, where it's easier to go through a lot of tolls to get there than to not. And that's my choice. But it kind of got me thinking like, why, you know, why are they a thing? And I know that they have to kind of make money for the roads and all that, but I was kind of getting frustrated that it's a thing that's been around recently. I'm like, oh, I'm sure times back in the olden days were, were just great when they yeah. could ride their horse and cart down and, you know, not yeah. not be stopped by tolls. Well, at <laughs> but, least um, in those days, you were only you were only robbed by a person in like a dark cloak <laughs> instead, of, instead of the people that own the road. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out you would have had two things to worry about because there's that. But oh, also, no. apparently, years and years ago, I'm, I wish I remembered what year, but I think, and I'm probably wrong, I think it was like the 1300s, but it was well, maybe not that long. I don't know. It was a long time ago in Dublin. There was this one tiny, tiny town where there, it wasn't a royal, but it was a guy who'd kind of been like discarded by the royals because he got leprosy. And so they made him, like, live with the pigs or something. It was, like, crazy, this story. I wish I remembered it in better detail. But, yeah, they basically... Classic leprosy. Yeah. (laughs) They, like, set him aside. But then he was able to, like, come back because he was somehow healed. Something like that. 
Okay. Um, but anyways, this king then, like, who's not a king, prince or some guy, <laughs> this fella, started a town. <laughs> Someone formerly known as Prince. Yeah, yeah. He had a town, and in this town, there was one road that kind of was necessary from people to get to one farm to another farm or something like that, mm. to get from one area to another. And so he charged people, it must have been like a pound or something, just to drive through that road and to enter through the town. So even if they weren't stopping in the town, they still had to pay this toll. So it's something that's been around for ages. I could be telling this story way wrong, but my point is toll's been around (laughs) for a lot longer than we thought. And Maybe that's, you know how, sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. (laughs) You know how people are like, oh, if you get a time machine to go back and like change one thing, I'd I'd go back and I would rob that man before he <laughs> before he came up with the idea for tolls. Maybe that would give him more incentive to come up with tolls. He was, <laughs> yeah, he'd probably no make true. them two pounds. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe I'd go back and I'd give him a bunch of money so I didn't have to yeah. even think about tolls. <laughs> if you'd given him like five pounds from today, that would be like a oh, yeah. million dollars back then. Yeah, something. true. I'll just I can give him a Tamagotchi and he'd be like a <laughs> wizard among men. <laughs> It's like we were talking about the other day, like things that um would like oh, blow yeah. a kid's mind in like <laughs> nine AD. It would be like I that guy like, would make him faint. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like pop rocks would would oh, yeah. there'd be heart attacks. Like this, I think it'd be amazing. Really, the the amount of things you could bring back to absolutely like you would be burnt at the stake, kind of thing for yeah. for most of the things you carry. <laughs> So, where was I going with this segment? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I wanted to talk about how this guy essentially just made the rules in his town. Yes, he had some power, but back then, you know, there weren't many towns. So, you could really create it how you wanted. I know that they had, like, one pub. They had one school, which actually closed down because, like, no one really wanted to live there anymore. (laughs) Everyone was at the pub. Yeah. (laughs) But I was thinking in, like, maybe a hypothetical world where Zap had its own town what would be our like quintessential items or like what would be the things that we have in the town so i've kind of come up with a few items and jono if you have any definitely shout them out but i think i'll start with the most obvious one which is definitely a kfc um of course (laughs) we'd need to have a kfc um maybe even two maybe one at either end of the town so you can have some when you arrive and you can have some when you leave i was also thinking about location i'm not sure Maybe maybe it would be in Australia, maybe not. Who knows? We'd maybe an island somewhere. Oh no, but then people can't travel through. It has to be a town so people can like travel through on their way to somewhere. But yeah, like one of those one of those towns that's literally just a pit stop to get yes. to like a bigger city <laughs> and a few exactly. hours away. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of imagining it to be a place that people, you know, people live there, but the the people who work in the town and like a few other people. And then aside from that, it's like, oh no, maybe, maybe actually, well, with the list of things I have, I think it's more like a city. (laughs) Um, A metropolis. We've got a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But so yeah, we've got the KFC. Then I also had that we would have one toll bridge um, just to kind of go with the themes, but it would be super cheap tolls and all the funds would go towards creating uh, cool things to do with the podcast. So maybe merch or things like that. Um, Obviously, uh, the radio stations in Zaptown. It's just playing Zap the podcast um, <laughs> with music, though. It's like broken it's up come, by some music. It's come full circle. Now they play podcasts on radio. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 
yeah, I suppose by that point, it's not radio. It's us on the podcast. Um, we would also have, or there will be a school. Um, the school mm-hmm. uniform is Zap Merch as well. Excellent. Excellent. Um, there will be a pub, but it's mostly so that there could be weekly trivia events at the pub. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, just pub trivia at the pub um, all the time. We also would need to have an underwater hockey stadium. Because, <laughs> so essentially just a pool with lots of seats around it, but it has to be an elevated pool so they can see the people yeah. playing. It might I be imagine... one of the first ho- underwater hockey stadiums. I'm not sure. Yeah, I kind exist. of envision it like when you're at um, like the zoo and they have like the polar bears and you yes. can go down <laughs> yes. and you like see in. I think that's how it, it has to happen. Exactly, like, yes. Yeah, it's got to so be good. something like that. Um <laughs> I also I thought, oh yeah, you jump in. Jump I, in. I've got, yeah, I've got one thing I want to throw in now. Um, I think, I haven't thought too much about this, but most of my ideas are just like places I'd want to work. Okay, nice. <laughs> the cinemas? So my, no, no, never again. <laughs> <laughs> one of them um, is I'd like there to be like a, a massive, like really cool fruit shop. Um, and because one of my dream jobs, and I think I've spoken about it before on the podcast, is to be one of those people they used to have outside fruit shops that would just yell <laughs> about how good the fruit was and how good of a deal it was. And yes. um, I, I don't know what it is about that job, but I think you'd just be great. You just get to stand there, hand out samples of whatever mandarins are in season <laughs> and yell about how good and ripe and locally sourced they are. That and I think that's great. great. I think that really matches the vibe of Zaptown as well. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, I'd agree. Friendly, cheery, and uh, yeah, fruity, I suppose. Fruity. <laughs> if that's a vibe we could have. <laughs> and I like to think that Zaptown would have, you know, fresh, locally grown produce as well. Oh, that's, definitely. That's nice. There's got to be some farmers out there doing all sorts. Yeah. And we'd have really exotic fruits as well. Like, Ooh. Maybe, I can't think of any. Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Or as the French say, banan. <laughs> Apparently. Banan. <laughs> I it's was true. almost certain you were about to go banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, banana <goodness>. voyage. <laughs> okay, we're going quite off track. <laughs> I have two more. So the second last one, obviously we need to have a newspaper office, but the newspaper strictly prints major headlines because, of course, we want to keep the usual new- yeah. news. But um, none of those weird filler news, just weird news. Um, Perfect. <laughs> so Perfect. Yeah, whole thick weird news sections, um, which we'll then expand on um, on Zap Radio, but... <laughs> I would, I'd like to think that Zaptown would be the kind of... It'd be like the Florida of Australia. <gasps> Just yeah, like so all weird the weird stuff, stuff, stuff in time. Yeah, it would be like it would be like this is gonna be another weird reference. I do this every once in a while, but have you seen the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No, I haven't actually. No, okay, fair okay. enough. I can't blame you. <laughs> um, but for those who have, it'd be I imagine it's just like a a mad a really mad place like Toontown, which right. is just like a place where all the cartoon characters live. And it's just like wacky stuff is happening all the time. That's the sort of that's the sort of place I imagine. <laughs> that's spot on, I think. <laughs> because <laughs> the next thing that I have, and um, well, well, we'll probably wrap it up for today. But I know that the Zaptown <laughs> antics will continue. Is we would have our own sort of Eiffel Tower 
Tower, Ooh. which is um, taller than the one in Paris, France, and Paris, Texas combined. Oh, <laughs> just to so show that's them tall. up. Yeah. And <laughs> at the very top of the tower, there's going to be a big lightning strike, like a zap. And, oh, um, okay. It's very grand and amazing, but unfortunately I can foresee it having to continuously be replaced because it gets struck by lightning about 70 <laughs> times a year. So <laughs> it's just constantly like burning to a crisp. Or, so we or maybe we, we, I don't know how this would work or if this is a thing that could work, but we try and harness the energy of the lightning to power the <gasps> town. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you've done it. If that's not re- renewable energy, I don't know what is. Oh my gosh, that's genius. So not only utopia. do we have fresh produce, but we are, you know, we have renewable energy only. Oh, we're as this green as amazing. <laughs> Today we've talked a little about fraud and the internet, but to keep on theme, I thought I'd create a game all about spotting the fake. And I'm going to use a little bit of AI magic to do it. So... <laughs> We've talked about our friend ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. I just had to double check I was saying that right. Yep. <laughs> um, ChatGPT before. But for those who may have missed it, ChatGPT is an AI that pulls data from all over the internet um, and it basically constructs it into answers um, to questions or requests that you give to it. Uh, for example, I asked ChatGPT to, uh, to write me a strongly worded email to Skittles about how grape is the worst flavour of Skittle. <laughs> and this is what it produced. Dear Skittles team, I am writing to express my deep disappointment with the grape flavour of your Skittles candy. As a long-time fan of Skittles, I was extremely disappointed to try the grape flavour and find it lacking in both taste and quality. I have tried many of your other flavours and have always been satisfied with the taste and quality. However, the grape flavour falls far below my expectations and those of many other Skittle fans. It goes on. I digress. (laughs) That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It, it it did the request. Um, I don't know where what information it pulled this from to yeah. come up with a strongly worded email to Skittles. Um, but, you know, it's, it it's wonderful. It. <laughs> it does the job. Um, and it's very good at coming up with weird and wonderful new ideas um, for the world. And so today, Beck, your job is to decipher what is me and what is chat GPT in a game... Uh... That I'd like to call, is it me or Chat GPT? <laughs> Beautiful. So the, I love it when the description matches the name. It, uh, yeah, it does what it says on the tin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the way this is going to work is I'm going to um, tell you a prompt. Uh, we have three rounds, each with three, I suppose, questions or, or three answers um, to the prompt. And you've got to work out whether the answer was given by me or whether the answer was created by Chat GPT. Okay. And so let's just jump into round number one. So the prompt for both myself and chat GPT is unique sweet breakfast items. Mm, Okay. And the first answer to this prompt was raisin bread, French toast. Okay. Is it chat GPT or is it me? Um, I reckon that was chat GPT. That was me. Oh, that's a that's a Jono original right there because there you go. why don't they just use razor bread for for French toast anyway? It's it's sweet and so then True. it's like yeah you're there already. And the other thing about raisin toast is you can get raisin toast that's like really thick and so it's just like perfect for French toast. Anyways, mm. so I, I just had to have it. this little rant. Of <laughs> uh, the next prompt for 
round number one. Yep. Oh, sorry, it's the same prompt. But the next answer okay. for round number <laughs> one is crayon cakes, croissant pancakes. Oh. I feel like that's you, Jono. That is me. Yeah, because that I was is like, me. the fact that you um, were able to define that it was croissant pancakes. <laughs> I couldn't imagine yeah. ChatGPT doing a brackets and writing croissant pancakes. Yeah, I did I did riff on that. What I had written down to say was just crancakes, <laughs> but I decided for some reason to riff on it, and uh, that was my downfall. Well, yeah, because I was about to say ChatGPT because I thought it was like crayon as in like bran or like cranberries and i was like Ooh. okay that's something that a robot would say because that sounds disgusting yeah it sounds <laughs> <But> awful <laughs> croissant pancakes like <laughs> that's you uh, yeah i just don't know how croissant pancakes would work but if they can do it with a donut and a muffin like with True. your cronuts and your cruffins and your other cruffins there's, I I've, heard I've seen I've, yeah there's cruffins i've seen croffles oh, wow. Which is oh, a croissant no. waffle. Uh, when will it end? It, it like, won't, apparently. <laughs> when, when can we just leave the French alone? <laughs> Banane. Banane. <laughs> uh, the last um, answer to round number one is waffle big breakfast. Waffle oh. big breakfast. Is that me or is it chat GPT? What was the prompt again? Breakfast the creative breakfast. The prompt bre- was... Unique sweet breakfast items. Okay, yeah, I think that was Chat GPT. That is Chat GPT. Yeah. Um, it's just I don't like know exactly. That little bit lame. That's why. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. You know, that's fair enough. Waffle big breakfast, like. But I, I kind of feel like it's exciting because what's part of a waffle big breakfast? Is it just a big breakfast, but instead of bread, you have waffles? Or is it like an entirely like every component has waffle in it or part of it or? Is waffle themed? I don't know. The, That's true. There's Perhaps, a lot of possibility. Yeah, my imagination was limited. I just thought it was a waffle with like you know the classic big breakfast stuff. So I was You've like, just got oh. a ma- imagine that a massive waffle, but it's just a whole big breakfast on <laughs> yeah, top. Yeah, bacon and as eggs, if, baked beans. <laughs> like, yeah, as if a big breakfast wasn't filling yeah. enough. <laughs> okay, that Goodness was good. Me. That was good. I'm That's liking right. this. I'm liking this. That's the first round done with two points on the board. Let's jump into round number two. And the prompt for this round will be Carnival Ride Names. Mm, Okay. The first answer to this prompt is the Spinning Spudmobile. (laughs) Is that you, Jono? That is not me. Really? I was was very surprised to see Spinning Spudmobile (laughs) as... Spinning Spudmobile as uh, the answer from ChatGPT. Oh my gosh. It's learning our sense of humour. I just thought it Spudmobile was you 100%. <laughs> yeah. I feel oh, like Spudmobile wow. is something I'd say as well. Yeah. So, well, that got me good. I really yeah, thought that um, was you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the second answer for round number two is... The Whirly Twisteroo. Is that me or is that ChatGPT? <laughs> okay, that has to be you. That is Twister- not me! What? That's ChatGPT! <laughs> Are you kidding me? I thought Twisteroo <laughs> was so I thought I was... I saw Twisteroo and I'm like, that's a tricksy one. But yeah. I don't think I've... I don't know if I've ever said the word Whirly in my life. Uh, I should have known. Well, I was just you thinking Ringy Dingy Do Because that's yeah, what you does. said was the phone. And so that... Yeah. Sounded that similar, wow. Threw you off there. Yeah. And then the last answer to 
in to the prompt carnival ride names in round number two is the Spinnator. <laughs> okay, I'm. Is, is that me or ChatGPT? I'm just guessing that maybe all three weren't ChatGPT, and I'm going to say that that was you. That was a wise guess. It was okay. me, the Spinnator. <laughs> I do like that one though. I like the little in and in, like in the middle. Yeah, Spinnator. It, yeah, it, as far as the as far as the grammar in the English language goes, that is that is a variety of that's wrong, tough. and I think that's why it pleases me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is round two down with three points total on the bar on the board Ooh. so far. And we're moving into our final round. Now, in this final round, for you to get a passing mark, you need to get two Ooh, out of the three okay. correct. Okay. And Let's the prompt it. for this round is new KFC menu items. Amazing. <laughs> the first answer for round number three is fried chicken waffle sliders. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say... oh. I really want to say ChatGPT because I'm thinking that they like waffles. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to stick with my gut. I reckon it's ChatGPT. That is correct. Yes. I <laughs> did not notice that when I was building this. <laughs> <laughs> they really so, do like yeah. waffles. We figured out some of the robots' feelings. I think they like waffles. We can probably use that against them or for us. For ourselves for when them. they take over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we join also well, I don't know, they seem to be recruiting the fish to bankrupt the humans. So I don't I feel True. like there is there's something going on there. Um, something fishy. <laughs> oh that is good. Can't believe you didn't that see that. That is good. He was right in front of us the whole time. <laughs> the second answer to the prompt in round number three is donut shaped fried chicken. Oh, I'm really curious as to how this would work. It, I'm going to say that was you, Jono. That was me. Yeah. Because, it just right. Was, yeah. <laughs> Had a certain level there of is, imagination that I think you possess. I, I feel like... Yeah. I, I just think that a donut-shaped fried chicken is... I don't know why I like the idea, but I really like the idea because it means you've got like more crisp per crisp. True. Yeah. Like if you if it's a crispy fried chicken, you then have the 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 whole surface area of the donut shape instead of it just being like a like a not that chicken comes in a rectangle, <laughs> but a rectangle. Instead of it just being like a solid object, you have mm. this this extra internal bit that just gives you that extra bit of crisp. I like that. And I can imagine, you know how like some I think Donut King started doing this. They would sell like the inside of the donut. Um, oh. Or maybe Krispy Kreme did it. They sold the inside oh, of yeah, the, the donut. Oh, yeah, the donut holes. Yeah, donut holes. Right. So then you could have like ch- chicken holes. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, maybe. No, 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 maybe, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, abort, abort. Um, we'll come up with a different name for that. But it would yeah, essentially we'll get- be like popcorn chicken. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Yep. I like that. Um, <laughs> name um, work in progress. <laughs> I realised as soon as I started to say it, but the words yeah, were already out of like, my no, mouth. No, no. Um, the last prompt. This is this is for style points now because you already got oh, yeah. the passing mark. Um, this is the last answer for round three, and it is mac and cheese stuffed fried chicken. Ooh, ooh. Wait, 
Oh, okay. I was trying to imagine for a second that the mac and cheese was stuffed with chicken. And I was like, how is that possible? But, <laughs> how do you stuff oh, a mac? Yeah. Like individually just getting yeah. a sliver of a chicken. Bit of chicken. <laughs> um, okay, I reckon that one was chat GPT. That was me. <gasps> what? Oh, you yep. got me with that one. Because I thought, I, um, yeah. I, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> I think there were, I think I was a bit loopy at this stage. No, that's But I'm like, what if you put mac and cheese inside of fried chicken? It seems Boom. American. Like, you know how at, it does, yeah. at Thanksgiving they have some pretty random dishes, like the marshmallows on the... Yeah, potatoes with, or something like that. Marshmallows in in a savory dish. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know but how I feel about that. I feel like the mac and cheese stuffed chicken would go yeah. lovely on one it, a Thanksgiving yeah. table. <laughs> it kind of also screams like um, American like fair, like they yeah, they true. do everything on a stick and true. fried everything and fried something stuffed with other something. Um, well, you can but, ride you know. the spinninator and then go have a oh, <laughs> mac and cheese stuffed chicken ball. <laughs> <laughs> a great day oh, at the fair. <laughs> a great day. Well, that is a passing mark uh, for the Ooh. first game of Zap 2023. I love it. Um, and Feels yeah, good. what a time to be alive. <laughs> uh, but that does bring us around to the end of... Uh, of our episode today, which has been quite a blast, I Very must marvelous. say. Very marvellous, yeah. Um, so make sure to check us out in our various places. We are on Instagram. That's like the best social media to follow mm-hmm. us on. Uh, we are at Zap the Podcast there. So check us out. Uh, we have some very exciting stuff that you may have already seen. I, I don't know. Probably. Who knows? We'll see when <laughs> things go out. We have things going up there all the time. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's something exciting happening in and around when you're listening to this, regardless of when that is. <laughs> Unless it's in a hundred years um, <laughs> or, or after the heat death of the universe. Yep. So if it's either of them, I'm doubtful. The Instagram's but... probably a bit out of date. <laughs> yeah. Insta- Instagram was something that like your great-grandparents used to use and is like an archaic <laughs> technology now. And you just you just like blink messages to yeah. each other um, through your... Uh, iPhones. Oh my goodness, Ooh, iPhones. That's oh, I'm scary. pretty sure Futurama did something like that. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I thought I had a great idea for a second, but I'm like, mm, I Futurama feel like I'm drawing from first. something. <laughs> um, you can also check out our merch. Uh, it is available at zapthepodcast.theprintbar.com. New website. .au. Yes. I yes. always forget. Dot .au. Uh, .au. So go check that out. Uh, that's where our new merch is. Um, available. Uh, it's now printed in Australia um, and mm. you don't have to wait for it to ship from the US. Hurrah! <laughs> R- great news, holly everyone. Bob, yay. <laughs> holly Bob. It's coming on a Holly Bob over to Australia. <laughs> um, that does just about wrap us up. Thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of Zap. Bye! Bye!